0: what's going on everybody happy tuesday january 5th uh it is a new year new you i hate that saying i don't know why i just said that but um hey happy new year uh it's good to be out of 2020 uh that uh was an interesting year i think for for people it was a tough year um you know just with everything that was going on so uh uh, good to see you jim scott uh, Albert, what's going on? Olivia, Erica, Chris, uh, who else is on here? Lots of people. All right, cool. Good to see all you guys on here. Uh, welcome in. If you're newer to our community, uh, thanks for tuning in. We're pumped that you're here, pumped that you made it to us live. Uh, we do these every Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So do your calculations. For some people, that's like in the middle of the night at 2 a.m. For some people, it's at you know 7 p.m. and they just finished eating. And uh, they're kind of chilling out for the night. Uh, but for us, uh, where I'm at, it's uh, Phoenix, Arizona. So I'm 8 a.m. Eastern or 8 a.m. Mountain Time. And uh, I mean, the sun is barely up. So uh, I got up early this morning. Fun little side note for you guys. And then I'll introduce our guests. I got up early this morning. I bought one of those virtual reality headsets, uh, which I, I said I would never do. I'm not a gamer. And I like I, I religiously. Don't buy gaming consoles or anything like that, but I bought one because i I have a friend of mine who he does like boxing and table tennis and these different you know kind of sporting things for his for his cardio in the morning to get you know exercise. So, hey, I was up at six am. Got some good table tennis matches in with people from all over the world, did a little boxing, got a knockout in the third round. So it was a good morning. I, I felt nice and energized and got the blood flowing a little bit. so, It was good, but um, enough about me. Uh, (laughs) We've got an awesome guest uh, lined up today. I'm excited to hear a story, Uh, a story similar to other uh, affiliates in the affiliate marketing space that we've seen uh, come through with um, successful previous businesses uh, and then sort of flip that or pivot, I think is probably the right word uh, into a different business model. So, uh, this is a chance for you all to learn from somebody with experience, somebody who's seasoned sort of in the online space. He's done a lot of different things. I'm ex- I'm actually excited to learn more. Uh, it's cool for me to be on these, to learn from somebody like Mitch, who's going to be on here in just a second, uh, to hear not only his story, but he's got real world experience that I believe I'm going to learn from too. So, um, this is one that you're really going to want to tune into and focus in on because he's uh, he's just seen a lot, right? He's done a lot. He's he's experienced a lot, and there's wisdom in that. So, uh, Mitch, let me bring you on here, man. Uh, how's it going?
1: Great, thanks for having me. Awesome.
0: Well, we're pumped to have you.
1: Um, thanks for thanks for joining us from the future with your virtual reality this <laughs> morning, and now back in the present world about- with the rest of us here. <laughs>
0: I, th- I thought about waking. I thought about, I thought about coming on the live with my virtual reality headset on and just being like, I- I'm coming to you from the future. Um, but yeah, no, I get a pretty good sweat in. it's crazy. I-, I did a couple rounds of boxing, right. And, and you're standing there in a ring with a real dude and you're hitting him and he's got spit <laughs> flying from his face and he's got blood just dripping down his eyes. It's a pretty wild experience, but yeah, I, it's not perfect, but it's, I will say this, it is much better than I expected it to be. I expected it to be a little flop, but it was, it was pretty impressive. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I came back 10 years and and joined from the future, but um, okay. Where are you from, man?
1: So I'm from, uh, well, I was, I'm originally from Virginia, but now I live in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. So um, East coast. Yep.
0: Cool very nice. Um, so you're, let's, uh, let's kind of just get like a quick, where are you at today? You're, you're now a full-time, uh, affiliate marketer transitioning out of some sort of drop shipping or e-commerce. Can you just paint the picture for, um, one, what was sort of your first introduction to online marketing or digital marketing? Um, when did you get started? How did you get started? And what's your journey been like up until now?
1: Yeah, so I, th- I think it started a while ago in, in my late 20s. I'm in my late 30s now, or heading towards my late 30s now. And I had the idea of becoming an entrepreneur. You know, I think like a lot of people struggling to get a great high paying nine to five out of college initially. And so I started to learn about tech startups. And we have a little bit of a tech startup here in Raleigh. And so I went and I worked for a tech startup for like five years. And I sort of pretended to be an entrepreneur, but mostly I just got a paycheck. And um, some things happened that I didn't love while I was working there. And I started to, on the side, teach myself Facebook ads. Um, back in two thousand fifteen, you could throw up a Facebook ad, and you could recommend a product, and you could get, you know, conversions for four or five dollars. So there was a lot of margins there. And of course, I started with a cell phone case store, (laughs) you know, the, not the best store to start with, but it blew up and I started doing like hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue. And this was 2015. And then within six months, it kind of all went to shit. And so, um, I found a buyer. I actually had a second store at that time, um, where I found another product, a wallet. And so I sold those businesses to someone, the wallet store is still up and running today. Um And then I kind of got out of it for a year and I went and I worked for a digital marketing agency. The skills that I had picked up kind of learning Facebook ads and Google ads and all that other stuff from my initial dropshipping store. I, t- I went and I took to a digital marketing agency and I worked there for a year, hated it, hated having 20 clients at once trying to manage all their ad spend and all of them wanting results and expecting to make millions and you know all that stuff that goes in with that um constantly meetings and reporting and reports that's all i did so i gave that up and i was like i'm doing the drop shipping thing again and i got another store to go to kind of take off um, and i've been doing that for the last two years so along that kind of path i've also spent a lot of money on courses and just all kinds of dumb stuff to sort of self you know teach myself all of these different digital marketing skills, because I think all of it, out of everything I've had to learn digital, the marketing side, that's where I want to be, right? Creating, driving traffic, creating, you know, um, impressions and all that. So, but throughout this time, I've just always been drawn to affiliate marketing, the idea of um, being able to just get the, just do the part that I like, you know, and not have to deal with all of this that goes on in the back end with my uh, drop shipping store. It's just a nightmare of endless problems and things that I don't even think can happen and they just pop up out of nowhere and it's just endless. So, um, and then I think other things like knowing about the ClickFunnels car program and just like, just seeing all those different things, that's always been kind of a goal um, to pursue that, right? I, I already do this, now I can just go and promote products for another company versus my own. So I've always was drawn to that. And yep. so after um, after a while, I just kind of made the decision to sell my dropshipping store and I started to learn about Legendary. I started to learn from some of the top affiliates on TikTok and I was also researching this other thing that I had going on. And so I, um, I sort of made the shift and I'm still in the process of selling my dropshipping store. It's taking forever. It should hopefully be sold this week. And, um, I'll be able to move into affiliate marketing full time.
0: Wow. Congrats on the sale. That's, um, we tell That's people all the time letters. that, uh, oh yeah, all good. I, I, we tell people all the time that, um, you know, you're sort of uh, an online business can be sort of building like little, your own little piece of real estate, right. And like your sweat equity, your, your money monetary equity, all of that equity sort of builds. And eventually someday to be able to sell it or exit out of it. But sometimes that's hard or sometimes you can't find a buyer, right? Um, How, how did you, how did you do that? How did you go about finding that?
1: Well, you know, I, I've been fortunate enough. I think one of the things is I've been able to create brands and I think anything that you're doing, it's good to create a brand, whether it's a content brand and you're promoting products as an affiliate, or if you're creating a brand to sell your own products because a lot of people sell the same products as me, right? There's other stores out there that sell my products, but I, I started with a general store and then I moved into more of a branded store. And that's always another, you know, that's kind of the part that I love. I love to build a brand to create that type of content and just having a brand. But the problem is having a quality product to go with that brand. So that's been a hard part. And if you have a quality product, you probably don't want to sell your store, but if you do, you can easily, I think easily exit out of it with the quality product and a process in place where an investor can just come in they don't have to do a lot. For me, it's a little bit harder because, um, you know, my product isn't great. It's got issues, but I sold it for probably significantly less than what it would if I had everything, if I had everything right, you know, if the process was perfect, the, the product was super high quality, customers were all happy you know, I would have made a seven plus figure exit on seven figure plus exit on the store. But because I don't, there's so much to fix um, that I didn't make that. But for me, it's enough to get out and to focus on what I want to do. So I'll take it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Good. Congrats. I mean, there's a lot of work. There's a lot of toil. There's a lot of energy money, all of that kind of stuff that gets spent in that whole process. And I know a lot of people who go through all that whole process with brick and mortar or uh, online who never make it to that point. And I heard a good, I, I think this is a, maybe a Warren Buffett idea or quote when Warren Buffett said something like, um, he said something to the effect of, uh, you know it's just important to know to, to have good timing on your exit as your entry. Um, that's equally as important, um, in, in anything really, but, you know, he talks about it in the market and with stocks and stuff, but he also talks about it in businesses and like being as part of being a good CEO or whatever is also knowing when, when it's the right time for you to get out. So, Cool. I mean, kudos to you. That's a, that's a cool move and it's a good, um, you know, it's a big accomplishment. So congrats. What, um, what uh, when you moved, were there any key, really key pieces when you moved, let's say to affiliate marketing that you were, you know, there's big differences between doing an e-commerce or a drop shipping store or something like that and, and affiliate marketing or selling digital courses and, and digital products. It was, what for you was like the big draw or the pull enough to ha- you know have you sell your store and move full time to affiliate marketing
1: yeah so i think i made the decision over the summer that i was going to try and sell my store and then slowly but surely move into affiliate marketing right i think Everyone wants to move into affiliate marketing and sometimes you want to go fast. But for me, affiliate marketing, and the reason that I was always drawn to drop shipping prior to affiliate marketing is that it's kind of a slow grind at times. Um, yep. But the difference here was TikTok, I think. TikTok and obviously Legendary Marketer and combining those two things together, um, I was able to kind of exceed what my expectations were. I, I mean I obviously I didn't even really have expectations. For me, once I hit on the story and the angle of, all right, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna tell people that I've done well with drop shipping, and then I'm gonna tell yeah. them not to do and then I'm gonna tell them not to do it because I know that the screenshots have had power with the Shopify screenshots over over time on basically any platform, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever. But then right. they sell you but then they sell you a drop shipping course. Then they sell you a nine hundred ninety-seven dollar drop shipping course. And so my goal was to say, Hey, don't do this. Right. And so once I hit on that angle, I knew. And then it was just a matter of having a place to actually get my message out. And that was, you know, that's TikTok. That's the opportunity that we all have with TikTok right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was um speaking of tiktok good good segue I, there's uh, i was just listening to a clip by Gary Vee the other day he came through my youtube or something um, good guy and i he was he was just talking about how he's like you know t- going through brands that have built businesses on facebook or whatever and he kind of said you know there's there's certain places on the internet where you can disproportionately get Traffic is the word we would use, but he says attention, he calls it attention. Mm -hmm. We would call it traffic, same thing at, at a disproportionate discount. So he's like, if you're going to grow a business, go to one of the sources that have a disproportionate discounted rate for the attention that you can get. Meaning, uh, you know, if you're doing organic traffic, um, meaning you can spend the least amount of time, but get the most amount of exposure. you're doing paid traffic, you can spend the least amount of money for the most amount of clicks and traffic. Um, So Facebook ads is still a good example of that, uh, especially if um, you're able to one, keep your account open, uh, two, um, actually get some ads launched and get a little bit of data and begin to push those. There's there's some interesting things happening with pixels and privacy and all of this kind of stuff. Apple, but, yeah, iOS. Yeah. Yeah. But even still, there's there's likely gonna be workarounds and things that happen anyway. Uh outside there's always innovation. Um yeah. and, and Facebook's big enough to figure that out. But I will say uh TikTok in terms of organic is probably unlike anything that I've ever seen. Um, Dave and I talk regularly about how, wow, man, can you imagine if we were on TikTok in 2012, like we would, I mean, it would just be nuts. Um, and people always kind of view this online space as a space where, um, just a space where like, the the opportunity is decreasing or getting smaller and it's and it's mind blowing to me because i complained in 2011 and 12 about how oversaturated it is how you can't get traffic how you know there's too many people and you know on and on and it's just been the total opposite that i've watched over 8 years is nothing but opportunity on the internet increase every single day every single month every single year It's crazy. But right now on TikTok, you're killing it. So how, what, I mean, what's your routine on TikTok look like? What's your sort of strategy? Do you have any secrets you could give us or, you know, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. I think the biggest thing is I came into it with, I guess, an angle in mind. Like I talked about, like I mentioned, having a story and Early on and until now, I always create my TikToks like I am talking to a brand new audience because that is the value that we get with TikTok in that every time you're, it's not like you're on Facebook or Instagram talking about your, you know, your aunt and uncle talking to your aunt and uncle or whatever, trying to get your friends into your multi-level marketing thing. You are talking to a brand new audience and you're trying to draw them in. And so every, at, at least, you know, my goal is to create four to five TikToks a day. That was my my big thing. And I think for me, um, consistency has always been an issue. I think like any entrepreneur, consistency, not having the, not following the shiny object syndrome. And so when I first came on, I was like, I'm just gonna create four to five a day. And I didn't really have any expectations as far as how I was gonna grow. When you post your first TikTok and you get a hundred views, you're like, wow, that's a lot. And then you get a thousand, you're like, what, a thousand people just watch this? And then, you know, you get jaded after a time and you only want one to go viral or whatever. But initially yeah. it's just posting consistently and trying to find the people that are like me on TikTok. So for me, that was, I know that there are a lot of people out there, especially at that beginning stage who are considering drop shipping, right? Because you see so many people teaching it and they show you these big screenshots. And so my goal was to talk to those people, to reach out to those people. And I think everyone, especially yep. if you, you know, if you're if you're teaching others to make money online as affiliate for legendary, whatever you are, um, there's always a story that you have that you're going to be able to connect with. Everyone has a story with money. Everyone has struggles. Everyone has something they've been through, whether, you know, it's you're 17 and you couldn't get a job and you're from COVID and all that, you know, we've seen people have success with that. If you quit your high paying job, you know, there's just endless stories and everyone has that. And then you, so you don't need to get, a million followers, a hundred thousand followers, you just need to get the people that are like you. And so that was what I set out to do. And then obviously you have to create engaging content and you have to have that hook and that line offer and all that stuff. And you have to do what TikTok's good at, which is the sounds and the trends, the ones that work for you, you know, don't try to do certain dances if you can't do them, but, um, uh, do what works for you. Do the sounds and trends that work for you. The thing that took off for me was a vid- the one random sound video that I did. It got over two million views, um, wow. and I was already doing well before that. But this random video happened to take off for me, and I think that you know then everyone else went. Other everyone, I wasn't the first one to do it. And I know a million people did it after me too. So um, that's just kind of a part of it. And then you use the other videos. Um, as one of the top affiliates, Brian Brewer talks about, you have to kind of mix that sizzle with the meat, right? You want to have the sizzle to draw people into your account. That's why we do the sounds and the trends and, um, the stuff, yeah. you know, the people do the side hustles. I don't do that, but a lot of people do the side hustles and then you teach in the rest of your videos cause people will inevitably start to watch all your other videos. Yep.
0: Smart. That's smart. I like the meat with the sizzle. Makes me hungry. Um, <laughs> so, so on, what? so it's really interesting I, because I think one thing that I was just scrolling quickly through your TikTok here, I have it open on my screen, but one thing that, um, struck me as interesting is the way that you talk about, um, you talk about nor you talk in normal terms, I think. I, I don't know how to explain that super well, but you talk in terms, or you use terms a lot of times, like in your in your headline or whatever, or your your kind of thumbnail words that people normal people would understand. One one thing that um, that's just stand out to me right away, at least. Um, a lot of times when people start talking about, you know, uh, really conf- just really confusing terminology, like when when people start talking about like do you want to be an affiliate marketer or whatever? Like I think a lot of times people don't realize that the general public doesn't really have a clue what affiliate marketing is. They're like, well, what? No, I don't want to be an affiliate marketer. I don't even know what the definition of an affiliate marketer is. You yeah. idiots. I <laughs> and I, I see it with, um, certain videos that will go off or go really viral they use more commonly accepted terms out in the marketplace. And this is marketing 101. it's use the terminology that people already understand and use don't use insider language. If you use insider language, people usually don't understand what, what the hell you're talking about. But if you use words like, um, like for instance, right now, a big term of it is side hustle or side gig, right? How do I, you know, and not saying that you have to create, you said, you don't make the side hustle videos. You don't have to create the side hustle videos. But when you're talking about, um, you're, you're spelling out sort of your journey and stuff, right? Well, introduce the idea of, I do affiliate marketing, uh, or when you're telling your story about affiliate marketing, you could say that, but you could also say, I, I found this like side hustle thing that I do online. And, uh, it's, this this concept called affiliate marketing. And when you introduce it as a side hustle, people have an idea to connect it to, uh, it's the same with, you know, back in the day, people used to say, you know, how, in the M world or network marketing world, people used to say, you know, how do I describe what I do to my friends? You know, like they all think I'm a scammer, which some of them were, but, um, but, but it, they would be described in terms of like Amazon's affiliate program, right? So Amazon's affiliate program is really easy to understand. Yeah. You go to this website on Amazon, you sign up and you send a special link to an Amazon product. Uh, you put it on your blog or whatever, and you make a commission. And once people start to understand it's normal terminology, it, it's it's like a understood terminology, uh, It it helps them sort of connect the dots and feel less foreign. I don't know if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think in general, anything that I've learned over the years, anytime you start talking to a larger audience of people, you have to you know, dial it back a notch. And that's just in general, when yeah. you, when, when the presidents or when people who are talking to millions write speeches, they write them at a fourth grade reading level. And it's not because everyone is dumb, mm-hmm. but you want to talk to the masses, you want everyone to understand the message. And you don't want there to be this miscommunication, because when there's a miscommunication, you know, everything is lost. Um, yeah. And so on TikTok, you're talking to primarily new people. So I never try to create my videos as if everyone's watched all my previous videos. And then they're like, oh, so now they're up to this point. Like in my last video, I talked about this and today we're gonna, it just doesn't work like that. That's kind of a YouTube thing, right? That's where I think you take over to YouTube and you teach the extra stuff. And then um, you can use your phrases like LTV and CTR and all that, um, all those acronyms that make people tune out. But- um,
0: So you have your TikTok going, you also have a YouTube?
1: Yeah, I do have a YouTube channel. I've just started getting that going. I posted a bunch of videos yesterday, but um, cool. working on that as well. Um, cool. But yeah, I think I think the biggest thing is just you have to, you know, not many people. When you have a large audience like TikTok and this big platform, most people aren't going to know what affiliate marketing is. They're going to connect it to multi-level marketing or a pyramid scheme, or they're going to. Everyone has negative connotations initially to anything that they're exposed to when it's brand new, and so um, once you get in past that hurdle, you're like, "Look, it's just promoting products for a company, and they pay you a commission if you get a sale. That's that's it. That's all it is. There's obviously a lot to make it work, but at its in the, by definition, it's very simple. And for me, it just that part of it of it being not real or whatever is is something I've had to kind of understand because working at a digital agency where we had major e-commerce brands, they all had affiliates, you know, they all had affiliate programs. That's just what businesses do. It's a very low cost way to sell your product as a business. So it's as legit as they come, you know what I mean? It's like saying e-commerce isn't legit or something, but, um, or the internet, right? It's, it's just the way things happen. So you have to get over that hurdle and you have to explain it. in, I think simple terms.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. What um? So when you got, how long ago did you start on TikTok?
1: So I posted my first TikTok October twenty third. Okay, so or for kind of this. I had some few before, but there were nothing. You know, just for fun.
0: So you're talking <laughs> like yeah, two and a half sure. months, forty seven thousand followers.
1: Yep, it could be better though. You know, some people have surpassed me greatly
0: classic, classic entrepreneur response there. Yeah. But it could be better. Um, well, I mean, that attitude will that'll help a lot. Um, it, it allows you to never really fully be satisfied and keep going, but what, uh, how many, how many are you posting a day?
1: So usually I try to post four to five times a day. That's been my, over the last couple of weeks with Christmas and everything, my kids being home, um it was very sparse but um yeah four mm-hmm. to five times a day has always been my goal interesting
0: wow that's a lot of how do you get those ideas like what's your that's a lot of content
1: um, you got to watch a lot of tiktoks
0: you sit on tiktok and watch a lot right
1: <laughs> i just i am tell i tell my wife i'm doing research um i know yes yes and no i think you you know you you find a pattern you get a certain that are t- uh, you know some that are like this, then you find a couple easy sounds, you do some where you just do text, you do a couple where, you know, just you start to adjust to doing it. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I, I just, Consistency has like- always been my hardest thing with anything. That's why affiliate marketing and um, drop shipping, where you set up your Facebook ads, you let it go, right? Then you're done. You, you can check in on them, but you can let it run kind of, but with this, you have to be consistent day after day and build that consistency muscle, as they say, and um, it just gets easier, you know. Like yeah. anything, I guess.
0: What um, what we if you were if you were okay, so let's t- let's play a little game. If you were to go back to October, beginning of October, um, and you're about to post your first video, what would current day, Mitch, tell? October, Mitch. That you've learned that you wish you had done differently, or nothing. Nothing is cool too.
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm killing it. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, don't uh,
0: stop what you're doing.
1: <laughs> I, I would, I wouldn't probably. I don't think I would change too much, honestly, because I think okay. it's an, I think it's an iterative process. I think in order to get here today, I had to be there. Um, but I also think for the first time ever in my attempts at gaining some type of following on social media i actually had a hook i actually came into it with an angle i had a story um i was going to show off my screenshots i had an award i won an award one time for a million dollars in revenue um but that's a total you know it's revenue it's not profit so it's it's really meaningless to me so I kind of had that angle going into it and I, and I sort of was ready. I, other than, you know, I can't really think of anything. You know, I think you just have to go for it um, and start posting and tell your story. The sooner you can start telling your story, maybe do more under 15 second videos. Other than that, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Why do you say that?
1: You just get, you know the the way to grow your TikTok is to is to get the view time up, right? So people have to watch. Yeah. The more people watch your video, the longer people watch your video, the more likely um, you are to um, get get it to get more views. So, so that's kind of the key is creating those perfect, I guess nine to 12 second videos where you give away enough information, but then they're also, you know, interested they got to watch it again or something to get all the information or they want to go click on your bio or follow you or whatever.
0: Yeah. So initially create some really good 15 second con- 15 second content videos. You get a longer view percentage of people who watch a majority of your video. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Cool. I love it. We've just got a lot of people, watch these, who tune into these, who are trying to grow TikTok channels in lots of different, I mean, lots of different industries who are trying to get their voice, their message out. And, um, it's always interesting to hear what people would do differently if they were starting over. Yeah. I, I feel like, um, this is, uh, it's this show sometimes, uh, our wake up show Becomes a revolving door of people who are just simple, like they're not doing anything extraordinary. They're doing something, well, it is extraordinary to do what you're saying. To have consistency. That actually is extraordinary. But they're taking it, they're doing something simple and they're doing it over and over and over again. And they're taking advantage of the cheapest attention on the internet, which is TikTok right now, hands down. There's no doubt about that. Um, it's, it's honestly, um, the reason that I like it, the reason that, uh, I think that's a cool thing that this show is becoming that is because it's becoming a little bit undeniable to people. And sometimes, um, when you get, sometimes when you get people who are doing, and, and, We've got people who are doing blogging. Chris Fong is doing blog. Lots of people are doing blogging. Uh, lots of Spencer, people are doing yeah. YouTube. Yep. Spencer has an amazing blog. Um, it, there's a lot of people who are doing different things. I, the reason that I like so many people have come through and are killing it on TikTok is because I feel like now it's becoming an undeniable testimonial of where to get just an ungodly amount of free traffic. Just an absolutely... On uh, un, unimaginable amount of free traffic in in ways that people have, you know, for the past fifteen years, especially in the in sort of the um, you know sort of the freelance digital marketing, doing affiliate marketing or courses, have only dreamed of.
1: Yeah, and to come from dropshipping, where just an utter nightmare, and the costs are going up, and you know, through election season, Facebook ad costs oh. are crazy, and then Christmas, and it's just a mess, and so you're trying everywhere to get traffic and you talked about simplifying. And that for me is like, even when I'm having, even though, even when I'm having good days with my drop shipping store, I can't figure out what the hell my profits are. There's all kinds of charges coming out. There's just endless stuff. And so to be able to simplify it down to one major traffic source, one funnel, you know, some software pieces, a couple hundred bucks a month, whatever. That's nothing when you're trying to run, you know, a drop shipping store. Just every every move you make within um, your own online business as e-commerce, there's more costs involved, I guess. And so, right, um, to be able to simplify it and to focus on TikTok, and then obviously that's not going to last forever. So you have to build from there. Um, you have to build out your YouTube, which is going to go slow. You obviously want to keep your email list engaged. You want to look for other channels. Um, yep. but when you get ahead of one channel, you're able, that's what Gary Vee does, right? He, as soon as Twitter, as soon as Twitter came out with that thing called fleets, uh, whatever, a month ago, like I literally woke up, I was like, Oh, fleets are out. I never even heard of this. Gary Vee already had one up. I'm like, what the hell, man? Um, because that's what he does. He is like, you talked about a atten- He says, I think he says attention is the asset. So. He, yep. as soon as something new comes out, whether it's Instagram reels or something dumb on Twitter, he's all over it. And yep. so he he's now, he's built up a massive following, but he continues to um, stick to his original game plan of how he builds his, you, uh, you know, his organic following. You know, another person who is super elite at building an organic following, this is gonna be weird, but Little Nas X built his entire brand around he created what he does, and he still does it. If you see him on TikTok, he just brought it over to TikTok. But his first song, that you know, the rodeo song, that wasn't big. He put it into meme after meme after meme on you know video memes and put them all over the internet until eventually it took off. And he still does it. He's got he's won a Grammy, he's got millions of, you know, followers and dollars. And he's still creating weird ass TikToks, the memes to get his song, his next song out there because he knows the process works and he continues to do it over and over again. So attention yep. is that asset and people are using it to their advantage in unique ways.
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. His story is a great one. His story is incredible. I, um, and it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's a testament to hustle and, Sometimes, um, you know, sometimes there's talent. I I will admit that. Sometimes. Well,
1: that definitely, and you know, yeah, for sure. But
0: but other times there's just pure grit that will that will get you to the talent level of you know there's there's you can look in just a total, you could you could take a poll of NFL, NBA, uh, all of these like major sports, every single major sport, and see people who have the infinite talent level just. Talented at just ridiculous levels, and then you have kind of people who are a little bit more scrappy and um, they just work their ass off, and yep. it equals out sometimes. Sometimes the talent wins, some then sometimes you have talented people who work their ass off as hard as anyone else, and that's when you have a Michael Jordan or a LeBron James or you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, and, young. <laughs>
1: there you go, there you go.
0: Yeah, that guy's that guy's he's uh
1: ridiculous.
0: He's like a defensive end, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's crazy. And you know, we I'm a Washington fan. We've been horrible for thirty years. We just cut our quarterback immense yep. talent, but he just doesn't he didn't he just didn't get it, right? He just didn't understand yep. what it took to play at that highest level. And I, I mean I think that's a part of it. And obviously you can you can you can have the talent and not make it, you can not have talent and make it, but so much of it is up to you, especially now. I mean, obviously we're not pro athletes. Would have been cool if I was, but I'm not. Um you are maybe in, in the virtual, maybe you'll get to fight uh Logan Logan Paul next. Maybe you'll Logan get Logan Paul,
0: Paul in the virtual boxing area. Maybe you oh, can get yay. Logan Paul. I'm there for it, man.
1: <laughs> um I'm only and That guy is huge. He is huge. He is huge. He is. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so yeah, I, mean, well, I, think, I think I think it's, but now in, 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 with business, we have the internet, right? That's kind of our, that's, that's what our level playing field is. There's a lot of other things going against our generation as far as the time we're born or whatever is going on politically. But at the same time, we have the internet and that's the great equalizer. And that's kind of what Gary Vee and those other people talk about. And so it takes time to learn takes yep. time to figure out what's going to work for you. But if you just do it, you just stick at it. I mean, for me, it has been, I think, and for most people who've tried this, it's been up and down rocky road. I have as many failed stories as I do successful ones. And I'm not particularly um, special or, or anything. Like you said, I'm just refusing to not make this happen. This is how I'm going to earn my money. This is what I'm going to do. So I have to make it work. I mean, it's like any business, I guess. Yep. Unfortunately, I don't have to, you know, rent a big office space or retail space and hire a thousand employees and take on all this risk. That's another thing that kind of drew me into affiliate marketing because I've always wanted to do this without the without the traditional way, you know, coming from tech where they're raising millions of dollars um, or, you know, even e-commerce. That's one of i'm not against selling your own product your own dropship you know having your own business but yeah. you need to and you can even dropship good products if you figure that model out but you need to make sure you invest the money into the into having a quality product so that your customer is happy so that you can build that long-term brand and that long-term value yeah. and so if you can't do that then you should do affiliate marketing because you know someone like legendary marketer you guys have already established a great quality product it's proven you know, from both ways from, as a customer, or an affiliate. And so, um, yeah, for that reason, it made sense for me to get over to affiliate marketing and try to take advantage of all these other skills. I've learned the hard way, the long, you know, the long, hard way, I guess.
0: Yeah. I, I it's, it's so low risk. It's so, so, so low risk, especially in the grand scheme. Just, especially in the grand scheme of when you actually, and I feel like you understand this well, when you get into real business, like the reality of, oh, even, you know, for instance, we sell uh, our business blueprints, we sell for $2,500, right? And a lot of times, and I'm not trying to be non-empathetic or be an asshole here. But a lot of times people are like, Oh my gosh, like this is my, you know, this is, this is such a massive investment. This is such like a huge, you know, and sure. Yeah. It's a big decision. It's, it's not no money. It's 2,500 bucks. Right. Yeah. I've, I've been in the place where that was, you know, everything I had to my name. I understand it. But in the grand scheme, right. When you begin to think really large scale, it's not a, quarter million or half million dollar investment in a restaurant that at the at the snap of a finger Gavin Newsom might shut down in Los Angeles or or Bill de Blasio might shut down in New York City and you're doing outdoor dining when it's 15 degrees, you know, below zero outside with a windshield, and you're trying to serve customers with outdoor dining and you've got half a million dollar loan uh and rent that you have to have paid that's six thousand dollars a month or whatever, right? It's actually pretty low risk to, to do something. Um, not saying it's going to be easy, but it's pretty low risk in the grand scheme of all business, even restaurants, that's a smaller venture in the grand scheme of hundred million dollar businesses or, you know, whatever. Um, so I just think, you know, you made a good point. Affiliate marketing's super low risk. It's a, it's also a great place to sort of like wet your whistle a little bit, uh, with the digital space, you can run ads. You can run Facebook ads. You can try posting content. It's just such a great uh, entry-level, low-risk thing to sort of try out, feel out, see if you like it. And at the end of the day, I mean, I I think back. I got twenty-five grand in debt trying to buy different. I don't know business opportunities, or I was trying different marketing and trying all sorts of different stuff for the last. I don't know, 2011 to 2015, 16, um, you know, I just think in the grand scheme um, it's just such a, yeah, not, I want to say easy. It's not easy, but it's, it's such a low risk, hot, massive, high reward, kind of a low, what would you say? Uh, uh, A high floor and a, and a high ceiling. Yeah. High ceiling and low floor. there's,
1: There's, yeah, there's a high floor and there's really no ceiling. Right. no
0: ceiling there you go
1: your floor is zero i think and and yeah. if you don't start off with paid ads and i think anyone who goes into affiliate marketing probably shouldn't start off with paid ads unless you have experience with paid ads and you know what you're getting into and you know how to warm up your account and do all the things you need to do so you yep. don't get banned but um yeah i mean i tell i say this when i do live on tiktok i'm like look the worst case is you have zero dollar days where you don't make anything but unlike my dropshipping store, there's not going to be days where I lose hundreds or thousands. And if you're doing like trading or Forex or day trading or any of that stuff, you're going to have days where you lose. So even if you're profitable five, six days before that, you could have one day that kind of wipes all that out. And people don't get that when I show off, You know, people don't understand that when I show off those screenshots from dropshipping that like, look, there's been whole months where I'm losing money, right? October and September were horrible because of How expensive everything was. People don't buy as much in October, but they click a ton, you know, all that that goes into that. So, this is one of the few ways where you can get started with the business, spend one, you can learn for $7. And so, I've, you know, you talk about spending thousands on courses. I've spent so much money on courses, and the value or the cost doesn't always equal the value. You can spend $5,000 on a course and get the same amount of information as maybe a hundred dollars or even $7. There are, you know, the person decides how much to charge you for their course. Um, and so there's obviously great ones. And I think over time, all that knowledge is kind of added up for me. But if I could have just learned from legendary without having to take the path that I've taken, that probably would have been a lot easier to learn. Um, you know, and maybe some other stuff, but, um, ultimately it, that's just, you know, that's just a part of it and you just have to get through it, I guess. I don't know, but, um, we're in a, we're in a better spot now, you know, I think yeah, having the opportunities that we have in front of us now.
0: Yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. That's a good, well, I feel like that's a good way to sort of put a cap on this on the whole conversation. I, I think, um, man, yeah, you've got, You've got, uh, it's, it's amazing to me with, with where you're at and how well I know you're doing that you're, you are literally just scratching the surface of what's possible. Um, so I'm excited to see where that goes and, um, we'll definitely have you back on if you're open to it. We'll send you an email. Yeah, anytime. up. 60 days, 90 days. And we just like to catch up with people and kind of, you know, it's always fun for our audience too, to just see how people are progressing and what they've learned. It's, it's, um, you know, at some point, maybe down the road, we'll start charging for these. We, we probably should, but it, it, regardless, it doesn't, doesn't really make a difference for us. It's like, this is just a cool way for us to serve our community and get to know you. Like I had, I'd never met you. I'd seen your name all over and, um, I'm glad we got to meet today. And, Uh, we'll have, we'll have Dave host the next one that you're on in 90 days so he can meet you or whatever. And, um, yeah, thanks for being part of our community. Thanks for sharing and, and kind of giving your, your feedback and your two cents on, on everything today. And congrats again on the, on the store selling. That's awesome.
1: Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. And I, you know, I think I I enjoyed um, obviously being on today, but just being in the community, there's a lot of communities, especially in the marketing space that seem fake and phony and, and, or they're a little, a little too, you know, a little culty. Um, But for me, I just think legendary is just, you know, everything's kind of honest and open and and, you know, it's on the homepage of the website when he talks, you know, we talk about being ethical, but um, it's really true. And that's why I enjoy uh, being a part of it and contributing however I can.
0: Well, we love having you in our community, so um, I'll let you go. Uh, Get back to posting your uh, TikTok videos and closing (laughs) up that sale. (laughs) Oh, man. And uh, hey, also, congrats on the Washington football team making the playoffs. I heard you were Washington. You said you were Washington. Yeah,
1: yeah. Seven and nine, but we're in. We're in there, so.
0: Hey, it doesn't, it does not (laughs) matter. It's all good. Uh, yeah. it doesn't matter how you get in. It's just that you're in man. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, congrats. And, and I appreciate uh, it. it's been a good week for you selling the store, got the football team in the playoffs. You got, we'll see. Yeah.
1: I got That sale has to go through. I'm not crossing. Yeah. I'm not counting my chickens until it's finally done, but it looks like it'll be done this week. So we'll see. Cool.
0: Well, uh, congrats again. Have a good one. We'll see you on here again in a couple months. Thanks again. Appreciate it. See ya. All right, guys. Uh, dang, that guy was awesome, huh? Um, hopefully, you guys are off to a good week and um, having a good having a good twenty twenty one so far. We'll be back here again tomorrow, same time, same place, same everything. Uh, if you don't already get uh, text message reminders from us, uh, you can get text. Uh, you can text. Uh, eight, one, three, two, nine, six, eight, five, five, three. Um, the number is on the screen there. Um, or it was, hang on. There we go. Uh, right here. There we go. Uh, and you can get a text every time we go live. Um, we send that out just a minute or two right before we go live. So, um, that's all we got for today. We'll be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, we'll see you then.